As a kid, I used to have you guys list down what your goals were, and then what we would do is we would kind of break it apart, and what are we going to do to get there? And we'd kind of all hold each other accountable. The big board yeah. that we'd put in the garage and stuff, and I, we would I see think it. it's still there. It is. You know, school wasn't your your Shots love of life, but it could have been because you did make honor roll, and you you did get good grades when you applied yourself. And taking the fire courses and stuff like that, like what do you do to make sure that you're holding yourself accountable and ensuring that you do get those good grades? I see it as towards like what I want to do. Because being in the fire department, you have to be goal oriented. You have to be ready to respond. You have to be always active. For instance, they do a workout every single day, but in between it's free time. It's go clean your bunker gear, go get your wildland ready or whatever you're doing. Work on the truck if the truck needs working. I see it as like, I'm already going to have to be doing that. So why start then when I can start now and already be like, have that mold to just go. Sometimes life just sucks and sometimes it freaking rocks. We will discuss all the things from family and real estate to travel and just life in general. So take a seat or don't you do you and welcome to the Lombadass podcast. Hi, Bubba. Hi, Mom. <laughs> Welcome to the Lombadas podcast. As a fellow Lombadas, I'm so glad that you are here. Thank you for doing this for me and with me. Um, when I um, when I asked you to do it, I was like, you don't have work on Monday, right? I know it has to drive you crazy that I don't have your schedule figured out by now. But yeah, I was like, I only I only work well all the days except Monday and Tuesday. I know, and, and here then, and here I am constantly asking you every week. Yeah. I'm trying to keep it straight. I'm trying to keep it straight. Okay. So um, this is the podcast. This is what I do when you're at work. Um, I want to start off by asking you one thing. So, you know, I've had Connor on before. Did you listen to his episode, by the way? Yeah. When he was talking about like having a mom that works from home. Yes. Okay. So I actually, well, I want to know what the good thing is about having a working mom and what the bad thing is about having a working mom. And I know it's a little bit different in our situation because dad works from home a lot Mm -hmm. and we're both in sales and we both do not sell real estate, by the way. Um, Mm -hmm. Sweetie Pie is in commercial air conditioning and I work in real estate, but um, he's got three monitors, so he's able to work from home a lot, which is great. Um, But when it comes to a working mom, I want to know from a kid who's not a kid, obviously you're an adult, but Mm -hmm. um, from a kid's perspective, what's the worst thing about having a working mom? Honestly, I've never seen a bad part of it. Really? I mean, you're always home. Uh, I always felt like like I saw you. Like, not I'm not going to say like every night, but like when I would come home, like you would be there. It's not like I would get home from school and then I would see you like later. So you don't feel, okay, because, you know, like for example, dad and I are going to Seattle to go see Auntie Gretch mm-hmm. and the kids and my brother-in-law. So I'm missing a water polo game. And I already feel terrible because I missed it. Okay, I missed it last week because I was in Dallas for work. And now I'm like, okay, well, I missed it for work. And now I'm missing another game to go see my sister. So I have to know, as a kid, does that bother you guys? No, because I know that there's like some things that like you have to get done. Sure. Because like I figured that out pretty early on, like when from getting a job at SC mm-hmm. at like what was it 16 Mm -hmm. so like the moment i was able to get a job i realized that it was like you have to put some stuff aside to go and take care of the things you have to do like because i remember andrew would always ask me when he had it as uh the ranger the red ranger Uh uh-huh i remember when he first got that he was like dude like i got fiberglass for the rear like we're gonna throw in a cage in the bed and i was like all right cool like i gotta go to work (laughs) right you're like yeah thanks and then I'd, i'd meet up with them after and they'd all be just done just chilling around and i'm like 
So what are we going to do? And they're like, oh, we're going to go to the wash. So it's funny. It's funny that you say that. Really, just as a sidebar, before I ask you what the best thing about having a working mom is, um, I was talking to Stephen. Mm-hmm. We probably shouldn't even use names, huh, Billy? It's okay. I mean, we know plenty of people. I was talking to Stephen. And I told him, you can have whatever you want, but I'm telling you right now, you are going to see your friends going off and doing different things. Some are going to college, some are going to go party, some are going to go work for their parents. They're all going to do different things. But if you stay focused right now on what's extremely important while everybody else is out partying, you will be building um, relationships with people and your knowledge and how to do things and building yourself up in a career so that when those people are still working their ass off at 50, 60 years old, you can then live the life that you want to live. So mm-hmm. I think that that's, that's a really good point that you said that. So I'm, I'm glad that you took that approach. Hey, bro, sorry, I got to go to work. Mm-hmm. Um, so what is the best thing about having a working mom? I see that like always knowing that either you're home or that you're close to home enough to mm-hmm. where I can call you and it's not a big deal. Because like the, most people when they go to work, they're like, don't call me like I'm at work or like they get a call from the principal's office and it's like, why the hell are you calling me while you're in the principal's office? You know, like with that, like when I was in the principal's office at like Wickman or something. It was you were never, never in the principal's office at Wickman. Yes, I was. What did you do? I don't remember. I just remember Mr. Schuler. Mr. Schuler loved you. He still loves you. Yeah, but I, was, I was always in his office. But I think that was more fun. It's not because you were doing bad things, because you were a really easy kid. The only time I remember you getting in trouble was when you threw those, oh my gosh, do you remember you had those, oh, what, the spitballs. You got the toilet oh, paper wet, yeah. and you flung them uh, on the ceiling. And what did I do? What did I make you do? Not the... I was the, a mean mom, y'all. The, the principal was like, you, uh, like, we have to figure something out, because we can't just let you get away with this. And I was like, sitting there, like, crapping my pants, and you go, oh... I like have he, an idea. You can clean them off the bathrooms. So I, went, I remember there was, uh, I think it was six corridors, three bathrooms in between all the corridors. Uh-huh. It was at the end of the hallway. So it was classroom and then corridor with the bathroom, classroom, bathroom with the corridor, and it would go all the way down to the buildables. Uh-huh. And then the... The portables in the back, you mean? Yeah, the uh-huh, portables. Uh-huh. And you had me go through every bathroom, and I had some weird squeegee scraper, and I'd reach <laughs> up on my tippy toes, and I'd push them down, and they'd fall. So I, I actually had him go to the custodian, and I was like, he's going to help you clean these bathrooms. Not only did you scrape them, but... And it was so cute. He, I got a picture of you, and you had... Because I was at work, so I couldn't be there to watch you clean these bathrooms. He had gloves, like, up to his armpits. He had on these, these goggles and stuff. Like, you would have thought he was going into a hazmat situation, which, I mean, cleaning up other people's urine, I suppose, is a hazmat situation. But this sweet baby, you were, what, maybe in second... First or second grade. I thought it I was mean, third. No, because you left in third grade. So it, it was like it first was, or second. It was like summer of second. Not summer, baby. You weren't in school in summer. No, but I had to go back because I did at the end of the year. Oh, I think you're right, actually, now that you say that. But anyways, I was a mean mom. But guess what? He never he never got caught. He never got caught throwing spitballs again. Whether or not he did it again, I have no idea. But anyways, I do think that there is something to be said about having a working mom that does work close to home. Because you're right. Grammy and Papa worked in L.A. Mm-hmm. So... If something was wrong or I got in trouble, I didn't I didn't really get in trouble in school though, but I remember there was an earthquake one time and we were all out on the field and you know, Grammy and Papa couldn't get to me for at least an hour and every all the kids were scared. We wanted to go home and one of the neighbors had to pick us up. So I do think that there is something to be said about that. Well good. I'm glad that you had the confidence in knowing that I was always close by if you 
and when you needed me. Mm -hmm. Um, Another thing we did is I never brought you guys stuff. If they left stuff at home, it stayed at home. It got turned in the next day. But I did give you two freebies. You got one each semester. And I remember you called me in high school one time and you were like, I left. It was my uh, finals paper for my sophomore, junior year. Yeah. And you had to have, like, you had to have it. It was my junior year, I remember, because I we were we went to Palm Springs and I was writing it in Palm Springs, uh-huh. and Papa was giving me crap the whole time because he was like, "Why'd you procrastinate? This, this, and that. Like, you shouldn't procrastinate." Yeah. And then he had procrastinated on a project too, and I was like, "Hey, Papa, you shouldn't procrastinate on that." And he was like, "Shut up." <laughs> That's awesome. And then I forgot it in the car because I was like, "Oh my God, it's in the back of the Denali." And, and what it, what ended up happening? Did I bring it to you? Yeah, you brought it to me, and you're like, "Hey." This is your freebie. I'm like, this is it. And I was like, well, it's the end of the year. (laughs) Well, and there was one time, too, where it was the beginning of the year. I think you left your Speedo or something for swim or for water polo. And you're like, I need my Speedo. And I'm like, okay, do you want to use this as your freebie? And you're like, nah, I'll borrow a freebie from somebody else. I was like, that's a smart move. And I do remember there was another time I was was working from the home office. You had forgotten something. And you you were pretty good. Generally speaking, you didn't forget too much maybe out of all the boys you forgot the most but you didn't i mean mm-hmm. you didn't really even forget that much um you'd forgotten a paper and so i had to take photos of it i was like i'm not coming down to that damn school i already went one time this semester for you i remember it was a history is that what it was mm-hmm. so i'm like here you go here's all the screenshots and your teacher i think your teacher just wanted to see that it was done mm-hmm. and so once he saw it or she saw it then you turned it in the next day but it worked out yeah it was mr Souza. he was like you had Mr. Souza? Yeah. You know he's coaching water polo for the boys right now. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, dude, what the hell? I love that. He's was, to, he was in the pool with them. I was so bummed because I saw him and I, he was like the coolest history teacher. And he would tell me how like he used to have a 89 Jeep XJ or YJ. Uh-huh. And it was so old. It was all stick and everything. And he had the AC vents that would lead under. So he would plug his towel under and then into his uh, parka from underneath. So yeah. Oh, I'm not supposed to get it far away. That's okay. You got far away. It's to okay. Plug in and go underneath and uh-huh. then up into his parka so the hot air would shoot in from his engine bay. Oh, so that was to like keep him from not getting burned? Yeah. Oh, my God. Or not, not burned, but being too cold because he'd have to wake up and his oh, Jeep had, it had no doors and it was a soft top. Oh, my gosh. I love that. His wife is actually really cool, too. I really like the both of them. So oh, they're just amazing people. I good, love them. Good. I'm glad. I think that you lucked out with a lot of great teachers, speaking of which, you totally had a teacher come into your. Um, place of work mm, and take Harris. a picture with you. Yeah, I have another. So one of my clients is, was also Jared's sixth grade teacher. When was when was Hippolyte your teacher? Hippolyte was six. Yeah, Miss Harris was third because that's when I first showed up at Wickman. That's when I made most of my friends. That's when I met Marcus and um, Caleb Schmidt. I love it. That's when I met everyone. That is so cool. I'm so glad that you had all those experiences because those teachers, not only did they love on you so much, but you loved on them. So, I mean, you're 18 years old for your third grade teacher to come back. By the way, that was the second time she had been there and the first time she was totally looking for you. And then you showed up 15 minutes after she left. And so she came back again. But anyways, back to the whole scheme of things. So one of the things I wanted to ask you is, I know that you are doing things a little unconventional compared to your friends. I know a lot of your friends are going away to college. Some of them have already gone. Mm-hmm. Some of them are going. I want to know how how is that as an 18-year-old? Because mind you, you're speaking to somebody who also did not go to college. So, I mean, I went to junior college for half a second, but how does it feel having these people go off? Are you bummed? Do you think you're going to miss them? What's what kind of cuz you're kind of in a transition. So, like what's your feelings right now? 
honestly, I'm not too worried about it because I know that like, like seeing Adrian, Kristen, and Evelyn going to San Diego, I'm not too worried about it. I'm gonna go down there all the time. Like I just see that. And they'll come up because their parents are still living here, obviously. Yeah, and of course, like when they have to do laundry and stuff, like I know I'm gonna see them and hang out with them again. Sure. But I'm never not too concerned. I'm always going around. I'm surfing and stuff. And San Diego has great beaches, so I'm definitely gonna go down there and surf one morning or teach Adrian how to surf and give him a board or whatever. Fair enough. But do you ever feel like? you're missing out because like you mentioned I mean and 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 just for the viewers out there or the listeners out there um Jared's not a huge partier I don't mean he doesn't party what I mean is he'll go to parties and stuff like that but he's definitely not like an everyday party goer I mean you'll go here and there if something comes up you'll go Mm. but it's not like you're out partying I mean you're you're home generally right after work or if you go and see Kristen or whatever um but you're generally home after work, you go to bed, you wake up, you get your laundry done, you do what needs to be done, and then you're off to work or classes again. Mm-hmm. So do you, but do you ever feel like you're missing out on, you know, the stuff that they're doing? And if you don't feel like you're missing out, what are you doing to ensure that you don't feel that way? I think that would help people who are in the same situation as you, not going to a four-year university necessarily, but wanting to make sure that you don't miss out on any of the action. What are you doing to prep yourself for that? I mean, I'm not too concerned about missing out on that because I feel like I, I'm not, I'm not only like, you know, like anti parties. I'm just not that type of person. I'm more of like chill at home, watch movies, or go hang out with Kristen, or go hang out. Work with on a guys. car. Yeah, work on or a boat. Yeah, or <laughs> fix a boat up or put new subs or coils in my my uh, my subs. Sure. Like either of them. So I'm you just feel like, like tinkering around and building things is what keeps you busy yeah just like having a hobby or even just having something to do or focus on Mm -hmm. because for me it's i want to get in the fire department as fast as i can so then i could start making more money i've i've always liked having money because then i can always spend money on either other people or like for instance when i went to bj's with adrian evelyn and kristen that one night when were a little upset after okay okay wait okay if we're gonna if you're gonna go down that road why was i upset bubba I didn't text you. He didn't text me. So y'all, this child, he's not a child, this adult that still resides with me that is literally a quarter of my heart goes to work and then... No, school, school. I went to school and then I went to Fire Explorers and then from Fire Explorers at like nine o'clock at night, I went to Heroes, then picked up, uh, it was Jada, Evelyn, and Kristen, Uh and then drove to Adrian's house, went, picked up Adrian, and then we went all the way to... um, you went to Moreno it? Valley. Yeah, the happiest place on earth. <laughs> Moreno Valley is flipping far, first of all. And there's a BJ's in Chino Hills that you could have gone to. I wasn't on. I wasn't on directions. Yeah, you know, I was pissed off. I was on the wheel. And for the record, this child of mine has a cell phone that I do still pay for. And the least you could have done is, hey, mama, I'm going to do this. What time do you need me home? I will say... You've actually gotten so much better at that, by the way. And and he does leave his notifications on of like where he is and stuff, so I can always see where he's at and stuff. So it's that was a fight. That was a fight. But I explained to him, um, so mamas, if you're having an issue with your 18-year-old kiddo not wanting you to know where he's at, there's always going to be somebody that's going to hold him accountable, right? If it's not me, it's going to be your spouse. It's going to be your job. People always are going to want to know where you're at to make sure you're safe. I still ask Jacob where he's at. Hey, what are you, where are you at? What are you doing? Like, and he's 24. So that is, it's a, it's a big habit that dies hard. But, you know, it's just somebody, you're always going to be held accountable for where you are. So you need to learn that now. 
something else that we've also been working on is communication. Communication. Jared, out of all of my kids, is, I don't want to say you're the most quiet. I don't know what the right word is. You're not the most quiet. Um, The most reserved. Yeah, to yourself, maybe. You're very much an introvert, but you do like to go out and you do like to have a good time and stuff, but not, not nearly as much as you're very much like Jacob in that sense. Jacob still likes to go out and stuff, but he still likes his home too. I feel like I'm more like to myself, but in the sense like I'm open to meet new people. Why do you think that is? I don't feel a reason to meet new people at this time at least because I feel like if I'm focusing on myself and just trying to get to the fire department as fast as I can I don't need more people to just feed into I I love it I could focus on myself and get there faster I love that so instead of going out and letting outside things trigger you and take your focus off so do you feel that you're very goal oriented then I do but I I can see that at times I do get distracted I think we all do that's something that I struggle with too um so as a kid, I used to have you guys list down what your goals were. And and then what we would do is we would kind of break it apart. And what are we going to do to get there? And we'd kind of all hold each other accountable. The big board yeah. that we would put in the garage and stuff. And is, we would I see think it. it's still there. It is. But do you, did you see the date on it? Wasn't it like 2018? Uh, it's like 2020. Ooh. Oh. Okay, hear me out, people. 2020, we had COVID. So take that for what it's worth. But... Scratch mark. I know that was that was just yeah that was just a little blip in the whole goal thing. So I have been thinking that we do need to sit down and do that. That's actually what I'm gonna. So I'm going out tonight with Jared and two of his buddies. Um, one of his friends came to me and was like, in short, was like, I want what you have. And he didn't even necessarily mean monetary wise. He didn't mean you know um, physical things. He meant even like relationships and stuff, which I thought was very mature of him. So I'm like, let's all meet up. So we're gonna go Chick Fil A, Chick a Foo, and mm-hmm. we're gonna. Um, talk about that but I'm very grateful that even though you get distracted you're able to turn things around so for the average Joe out there who's just like you who's like hey school's not my jam and I say that very loosely because Jared is actually very good at school when he puts himself to it when he's getting his work done why are you doing that I burped oh that's so gross okay remember people were filming with um with men here adult men I suppose um and my kids feel very too comfortable around me sometimes, I guess. Um, but now you made me forget where I was going. Uh, people that aren't oriented. Yeah. So somebody, thank you. So somebody who gets distracted, how do you divert yourself back on the road of where it is that you want to go? What is it that you do to stay focused? Oh, I was saying how you're not very, you know, school wasn't your your Shots love of life. But it could have been because you did make honor roll and you you did get good grades when you applied yourself. So I guess in taking the fire courses and stuff like that, like what do you do to make sure that you're holding yourself accountable and ensuring that you do get those good grades? I see it as towards like what I want to do because being in the fire department, you have to be goal oriented. You have to be ready to respond. You have to be always active. For instance, they do a workout every single day depending on the fire department i know chino valley does it at i believe nine and then at 11 o'clock and then they have evening training and mm-hmm. they do that weekly and daily as long like, as they're not getting calls of course Got it. and that is non-negotiable they have to do that they have to wake up at a certain time and they have to go do these workouts or they have to go do these trainings mm-hmm. but in between it's free time it's go clean your bunker gear go get your wildland ready or whatever you're doing um work on the truck if the truck needs working like of course if the engine has problems you have to go check on the engine the pressure gauges aren't right you always have to go do that and it's i see it as like i'm already gonna have to be doing that so why start then when i can start now and already be like have that mold to just 
go and be ready. I think that that's, I think that that's huge. That is such, so mature, if you will. Um, so once you're done with all of your classes, then you'll join the fire academy. Is that how that works? Yeah, I can enroll in the academy. But what I want to do is I want to also take uh, wildland classes, which is like, for instance, when the uh, the what is it, huh. the park behind Chino. The, really the state big, park. The state park. When the uh-huh. state park caught fire, uh-huh. that would be considered wildland. It's not structured fire. It's wildland. So fire. you want to take wildland courses? I want to be wildland certified. Yeah, certified. I want to be wildland EMT and then structure fire certified. So do you do the classes before or after uh, the academy? B- well, you could do either. You could get hired on as just a EMT like fireman, right. just standard paramedic, mm-hmm. or you could go on as a paramedic wildland fireman. So you even have big goals of just, uh, of having those things underneath your belt then. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that there were specialty courses that you could even do. So then you'll go to the EMT, you'll you'll get that, and then you go get hired on at an EMT. Yeah, like uh, Tranam or um, I know there's, yeah, I was gonna say, I know the, there's those two. Are the, those are the two main ones. Okay. There's a bunch of other little ones that are like local held or city held but they're not really shined upon because they don't get as good benefits. Well, and they probably don't because they're not contracted with a city or a county for mm-hmm. their needs. Okay, that makes perfect sense. Um, well, I just want to say that I am super proud of you. Thank you. And I'm so grateful um, that you live at home. <laughs> I see all these mom and dads dropping their kids off. I'm like, oh, thank God my baby still lives at home. That's terrible. I know, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. That's t- <laughs> Billy's like, you're out of your mind. I know, but I see these mamas and I'm like crying for them. And my baby comes home every night. I'm so grateful. You have no idea. So I'm glad they come home. I will say that you do pay rent. Yes. So yes, I do pay for your cell phone. I did, however, tell Bubba that if he continues to turn off his settings of where he's at and I cannot track his ass, that he has to pay for his own cell phone. So since then, we have had no issues. But you're a great kid. You're always, for the most part, Oh, okay, so you're not always, but you are good about coming home on time or at least letting me know what's going on and where you're going to be. Um, I don't think that dad and I are too crazy strict on you. I know we, we like to lecture you a lot. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I'm not, though. I'm really not that sorry. It's because we love you. Um, but you do pay rent and and I and you take good care of your cat for the most part. This fool, you guys, I got to tell you a quick story and then we'll wrap this up. The most part. Uh-huh. Do you know what I'm going to talk about? You said she likes ham. Okay, listen to me. <laughs> you so, gave her some from your sandwich. Okay, and you're like, oh my god, she loves okay, it. Okay, I gave and her I a little like, piece. This fool. Okay, so I, I, he was granted. He was at work, and he was super. He, his schedule is packed, you guys. But we're still working on time management. So I was like, hey, your cat needs cat food, and he was like, yeah, 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 I'll get it. Well, naturally, he didn't get off work. What time did you get off work at? Twelve, twelve thirty. Yeah, I would say around twelve thirty. Yeah, you weren't home until like twelve forty-five, one o'clock. And I told him, your cat needs cat food. He did not have time to go get her cat food before either because you were doing something else. I don't remember what it was, but it was being like you were being productive. Mm-hmm. So he leaves, he comes home. The next morning I wake up and I walk in his room and he had taken ham from my, like deli ham from my fridge. Like forest uncured ham. Yes, healthy ham. Yes. And, and like put it into bite-sized pieces and put it in her cat dish, in his cat's cat dish. And I'm like, get out of bed right now. I'm like, go get cat food. Are you out of your mind? He was like, you said she liked ham. 
<laughs> I was half asleep. I don't remember exactly what I said, but I, I was like, she's fine. Oh, because what was what, this was, I think, just yesterday, and Dad and I were heading down to the beach. I'm like... Yeah, it was, it was two days ago, I think. No, it was, it was yesterday, because um, that's when your grandpa told me that he saw you, and I was like, was he on his way to get cat food? Because he needed to get cat food. I was on my way back. Yeah, that's what he said. He was like, yeah, he was coming from Elverson's, I think. I'm like, oh, thank God. So anyways, he puts ham in there. I go, and I rinse it out, and I washed her bowl out, and David's like, what is going on? I'm like, he was feeding his cat ham. She's going to puke everywhere. Oh my gosh, it was a disaster. So all things considered, you are a great human and I'm super proud of you. And I'm I'm really proud of your um, goal-oriented mind. Um, and anytime you need help getting back on that path of motivation to get what you want in life, I'm here to help you do that every day of the week. So thank you for being on my podcast today. Thank you for having me. I love your face. Love you too. Okay, thanks guys. We'll see you soon.